Yeah, friendly neighborhood massage technician, bringing your life, love, and liberation. And this is Healing Tones, where I come on here and express some thoughts through poetry, prose, or whatever comes to mind with the hopes that it brings a light of blessing, a good feeling to your day. Right? Right. So, today we're going to start kicking off this series where I just completed my first semester at UC Berkeley. Yay, yay, yay. And I had a class, uh, Poetry for the People. And I have some new selected poetry. This is not necessarily from my past. These are the most current ones that I've created thus far. And I like to create a series out of this. This is my 2019, spring 2019 Poetry for the People series. Yay. So hopefully y'all enjoy these as they get uploaded. Uh, So... To start, we have the first poem that was created uh, for this, you know, (laughs) semester, and it is entitled The Golden Baptism. This was my interpretation of an urgent poem. The last one created, this came up to draft five. I had to remake this quite a few times, but again, hope you enjoy The Golden Baptism. First performer to stand amongst the members at Grace Lutheran Church in Richmond. Body involuntarily tremors as the service ensues. Questioning why I decided to praise dance for a class assignment with swaying hips and pirouette turns. Masculine essence, feminine curves, The confusion causes concern, for as a child and a soldier, these gestures call reprimands. Close your legs. Men don't sit like that. Put some strength in your wrists. Men don't pop their backs. Men don't like rainbows. Men don't prance like fairies. Why so binary? I stand amongst the congregation, stranded on the church floor red carpet. My mind pleads to desist from this girlish dancing, but I defy habitual thoughts as the pastor hits play. CD winding like a Tesla, and the piano calls on the first note. A drop the key. Breaks me from my crystallized heart. Cracks the frost on frozen wings. Yousef's Latisse redemption of golden flute melts my glaciers of social constructions with associations to toxic masculinity. Deprogram my psyche of winners over losers. Competition over collaboration. Aggression is your only emotion. Empathy makes men weak. Walls of ego like Jericho fall as my phoenix furrow feathers Rise and flat whirlwinds of expression on top my toes to your melody like ah, dee dee da. My body vulnerable as the flow of wind through clarinet holes. Adrift ravines of syncopated hooves are curio to the wave of the flute. 
Possessed by instruments and conversation and rich men for Lutherans, the cross over us. Displays of my ballet down the red carpet runway. The congregation and gratitude of my improv gestures. Hand claps and pleas for encore fill the pulpit. My soul in ecstatic laughter. I learned this day no man exists, only humans. You says Latisse redemption, the golden flute breaks me from my crystallizing binaries. Amongst a crowd of Lutherans applauding my breakthrough. I no longer suppress my ability to sing with my body as free as the wind blows. Baptized in Richmond in a church of Lutherans as a dancer. Yay! <laughs> That was the first piece, The Golden Baptism. Stay tuned as I'll be coming to you with uh, the whole series of my Poetry for the People's class. So as they come along, please tune in to Healing Tones. So to end, this is Corey. Yeah. Friendly neighborhood massage technician Bringing your life, love, and liberation And this is Healing Tones Brought to you by A Touch of Liberation uh, My mobile massage and Health education business Yay, so I'll be back. Thank you for listening. Yo, what's good? This is Corey. Yeah. Massage technician Bringing your life, love, and liberation And This is Healing Tones Where I come on here and bless you with some words Or prose or poetry or thoughts with the hopes that they bring a light or blessing or good feeling to your day. Right? Right. So, today we are continuing with the P4P series, Poetry for the People series, where I'm going to be reading the works that I have created from the 2019 spring semester of Poetry for the People at UC Berkeley. And um, these first three pieces, this one being number two, um, are from the first semester that we started out in the class. Um, these are probably the most difficult poems to get uh, to get in line with the June Jordan technique that we were taught to use for this class. Um, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that, you know, I, I have my own personal style of writing poetry already uh, quite well experienced within that, that, that world of the way that I 
what's currently writing. So it took me a while to break down my style to the point where I can uh, use this technique comfortably on my poems. And these first three were like still heavily involved with the way I like to write poetry. So yeah, it took several drafts to get these up to the point where they at least meet the the final Juden Jordan standard uh, to a degree. And I still think that I could make some edits to them to get them to like perfected if you will but it's not needed at this point I, I like where they're at and I'll leave them where they're at for this you know just to just to I don't know just because <laughs> either way uh, this poem coming up is uh, from the affirmation subject that we had in this this poem is supposed to represent something that you affirm for yourself or like, you know, state that you are this, that, third, whatever. And uh, say it with a sense of conviction. So this poem I have written is entitled Locked In. So enjoy. Mind twisted. Translating King James Holy Bible in my bedroom. Eyes bleak. Digesting the testaments. Not for religious indoctrination, but spiritual guidance. Discovering my existence through biblical heroes. Hair locked in place as in ten eyes. And the signals reaching high above clouds. Pinyao. In hallucinations as my eyelids close and open to dream worlds. Yeshua, Noah, Moses, stand before me. My people live in fear of law enforced travesties. Executed by police with their hands in submission. I long to lead the way towards our 14th Amendment rights Released from white supremacy with violence if necessary I know not how I move, so I give my being to thee Please, Nazarenes guide the thoughts of my feet Corey, yay, to Yeshua Hi, my Lord, pour into me Project your knowledge of law into the heart of the authorities. Pronounce across the scene of apprehension. Make use of Fifth Amendment rights. Walk in silence. Brevity in speech keeps the evidence of police less convincing. If the authorities dismiss your announcements and argue the facts, say don't talk to me without my lawyer. Ah, shame. Corey, yay, tis Noah, hi, my lord, pour into me, step in your mission to emancipate 21st century slaves as your intentions bend towards property ownership, build businesses for black people to work in, so we low, so we Chariot 
construct investments like the Black Star Line, fulfill Marcus Garvey's vision, steer the vessel soundly, or sink with the ship. Ah, shit. Corey, yay, tis Moses. Hi, my lord, pour into me. March. Your melanated people to the cadence of one Declare the causes which impel separation from the U.S. Constitution Bear arms, lead an army, protect women, children, and elders If your people give weak need, demand and repair from injury Of 400 years of slavery, say don't walk with me Until you will let go of your chains. Ah, shit. Ancestors of Nazareth, use my body as your temple. Make of me a shepherd of black people. I give alms on fallen knees and serve as you please for stolen blacks, deliverance from white supremacy. Yay! So that was locked in. Stay tuned. Up next, we'll be doing some readings from the first midterm, first three poems. Uh, that'll be coming up to a theater near you, coming on to a theater near you, or to a radio station near you, whatever podcast near you <laughs> either way i'm gonna sign this off by saying this is corey yeah friendly neighborhood massage technician bringing your life love and liberation and this is Healing Tones brought to you by A Touch of Liberation which is a mobile massage and health wellness education business. So until then family please be well. That they bring a light, a blessing, a good feeling to your day. Right? Yes. 
So today we're finishing off the first midterm of Poetry for the People. That is P4P series that we're on today. Um, I'm going to be going into the third and finale, which was a subject aligned with the thoughts of emulation. So our emulation poem for this semester. And the purpose of this assignment was for us to go in the past or look through the the little series of poetry or poems that they had within our our um our book <laughs> if you will um and find a poet that you admire and and want to emulate their work uh the author that I chose to emulate for this poem was the late great Maya Angelou and the poem I chose was Phenomenal Woman and uh, this poem to me uh, carries a lot of strength and confidence and, and, and know-how of self within Maya to present uh, it's like it defies all opinions about what is said in regards to the, the person who is being presented in that poem to say, I am none of what you think. I am everything of what I am, which is a phenomenal woman. So I wanted to take that and flip it into something that, that resonated with me, although a phenomenal woman does resonate with me, um, is phenomenal poets. And, and use that a couple of little snippets from Phenomenal Woman to accent the style of the poem. Uh, yeah, so I, I'll leave you with that amount of tidbit of information and I'm going to roll into it and y'all can let me know what y'all think about it when it's said and done. <laughs> well, this is entitled phenomenal poet. Lonely in every aspect of my life except on you, stage. No one understands my emoting colors like you, stage. I find ways to act upon you If only for a minute I indulge you When called to you I cry inside Tears of jubilant sorrow For I hold and leave your hand so abruptly Back on the walk In pensive loneliness Until I see you again Tis the life of a poet Phenomenal indeed That's me Walking through night skies under the moonlight in elder downtown Oakland. I step in the Lee Spirit Lounge to speak on it. Like in the Western movie scene, bursting through back wing doors. Music comes to a screeching halt with my blue jeans, black long sleeves as the crowded heads turn, placing my Prissy cheeks on the hardwood stool. Give me one shot of sparkling water. Hold the rocks 
leaving the bartender only to sign my name on the 830 slot. With my time arrives to serenade, the stage turns to eat and feeling as cool as the rushing sun rays, Baybridge breeze, using my vocals like a trumpet, microphone off, enacting the pleasures of my past sonnets, blasting out from my diaphragm, transcended to flow state, the audience dissipates as I make love to the words performed. Audrey Lord erotic. Concluding with a bow, crowd, and seas of ease. The light brown stare, the hostess begs the question, what is he? <laughs> I say, look at the erection of my spine. The smile in my gaze, the vocal gusts in my performance leads to curiosity wanting. I'm a poet, phenomenally. Phenomenal poet. That's me. Surprise eyes say why I carry a style so meek. I seldom boast for applause or say slick lines for rewind. Yet my stage presence beckons your reverence, appreciating in silence my devotion to jazzy speech. Admiring how my body decrees the poem with me, ingesting my poetry to the crevice of your soul. I know this. How? Well, I say my study of self studies you. Connection. Like DJs survey the atmosphere to find the right harmonic tunes, selecting, project to activate your attention, suggesting I'm a poet. Phenomenally. Phenomenal poet. That's me. Yay! That was Phenomenal Poet. Yeah. So hopefully y'all enjoy that piece. So until the next midterm, I will leave you with this is Corey. Yeah, friendly neighborhood massage technician. Bringing your life, love, and liberation. And this is Healing Tones, brought to you by A Touch of Liberation, a mobile massage and health wellness education business. Yay? So, family, please be well.
Yeah. Friendly neighborhood massage technician. Bringing your life, love, and liberation. And this is Healing Tones, where I come on here and bless you with some words or poetry, prose, thoughts that hopefully bring a light, a blessing, a good feeling to your day. Right. Yes. So today we're continuing with the P4P series, Poetry for the People series, where I was in my class at UC Berkeley, Poetry for the People, for the spring 2019 semester, and um, for the most part, just gifting the poems that were created within the class, uh, utilizing the June Jordan approach or skill set to creating poetry. And the first three poems that I put together for this series are a part of the first midterm that we did, which uh, those three poems were probably the most difficult to have to revamp because a lot of my old style is still within a lot of those poems. Well, it took me quite a bit of time to really get those to the point where at least they're like some semblance of the June Jordan technique. When I started coming over to these poems, however, which there was another aspect of June Jordan poetry that we were supposed to uh, breathe into these works, and that's a sense of vulnerability. Um... I finally started to come into that world more so now than before because like within the first within the first midterm uh, I was still like I said under my old way of writing poetry which is like kind of a generalistic style like it's more flowery and you know like the the wordplay and stuff like that was more important than the actual content and now like due to you know the June Jordan technique we had to be vulnerable in the sense that we had to place ourselves within those poems and start to make poetry that only you can have, you could have created, you know, due to your life experiences or due to like aspects of yourself, like the way you sense the world or the way you are within the world relate. So as the midterm went on, you know, within this midterm section, I started to fall more into that line. Um, and, and of course, like throughout the course of the semester, uh, I've created some rather vulnerable works and like, there are some on here that I'm not going to gift out to the world because they, they hold so much, um, hold, I guess a lot of my, my secrets or, (laughs) you know, um, it's not just about me. There are several people that are within some of these works that I've written that, you know, I don't have permission to really give out that type of information, if you will. So, like, there are some poems on here that I'm not going to, you know, add to this series. But I believe I'm going to go through seven of them. I really had to look through which ones I really wanted to put out there for the world to hear. And these are the seven that I put together. So these two that I will be reading, not on this one, this is just one piece from my poetry and within this like I guess a little series block if you will is from the second midterm and this piece here is for our profiling poem 
and technically we were supposed to write a poem that had to do with you being profiled in a certain way and you recognizing that you're not that, if you will, and explaining why you are not that. So this piece was called Rubbing, excuse me, Rub Lotion on Skin, Not My Profession. So I hope you enjoy Rub lotion on skin, not my profession. Katao, Thailand, the winter of 2013. White sand beaches, one room hut, my residence for seven days. I rest the night away, lulled by ocean's waves, crashing the bay. The next day, sensei placed me between wake and sleep to open dormant channels in my being. My hand sequence symbols in my sleep, while sensei chants words shaking ornaments over my body. I awake from twilight, sensei looks in my eyes to say, Reiki initiation complete. Practitioner, welcome to the realm of energy healers. Rub lotion on skin, not my profession. Emeryville, California, I stand amongst my peers who train 450 hours concerning trigger point pains, two volumes of literature, 1,664 pages of manual manipulative treatments of muscular tissue. On graduation day, December 2015, my professors looked me in the eyes to say, massage certification complete. Graduating with honors of neuromuscular training, massage therapists, welcome to the realm of hands-on healers. A masseuse rubs lotion on skin. Not my profession. I release tension beyond skin deep and static energies and realms unseen. My touch invites intimacy. My touch prescribes medicine. My touch, not for pleasure. My touch, not to entertain. My touch opens gateways between waking and sleeping. My sessions involve divine chi from spirit to living. Professional healer of body, soul, and spirit. Address me correctly. Massage therapist, Reiki practitioner. For my skill far exceeds rubbing lotion on skin. Yay! So, that was Rub Lotion on Skin. Not my profession. Yay! And that ends it for this episode of Healing Tones, the P4P series. Stay tuned where I'll be gifting you more from the P4P class uh, the spring 2019 semester. And thank you for listening. So to sign off, this is Corey. Yeah. Friendly neighborhood massage technician. Bringing your life, love, and liberation. And this is 
Healing Tones, brought to you by A Touch of Liberation, a mobile massage and health wellness education business. So, until I see you again, family, be well. term of uh, poetry for the people um yeah so I, I did make a bit of mention of like some of the dynamics of how poetry for the people class was working out in the in the aspect of vulnerability that had to be a part of the poems that we write um and again like I, I mentioned within that piece there are a lot of poems within the poetry for the people there's at least a good six of them that I have not six I believe it's five five of them that that are vulnerable to the point that I don't want to gift those out to the world just yet I still have to sit on them for a while and see how I really want to uh, distribute those works if I want to distribute them at all um, and one good thing that I do that I've had from Poetry for the People classes that it really helped me to look at some of my past experiences and and paint a picture for them that I can look at over and over again, if you will. It's like no different from a painting on your wall, you know? Just kind of, okay, that was literally art from my life that I get a chance to go back on and and to study and research and see what my feelings were in those moments and, you know, kind of hash it out of myself. And so it really turned out to be somewhat of a really powerful therapy session to go through this class to really allow yourself to emote on page and to hear the perspectives of other people. Um that were that were constantly like over the weeks you know as our group our our section if you will like we stayed together for the entire time and like as they begin to become accustomed to your style they can see a lot of your personality your your experiences your what inspires you um what's 
what makes you angry, if you will. So, yeah, a lot of that came out in these classes. And this is one of the pieces that I feel that is probably the most vulnerable that I will allow to come out. This one is actually a piece that was um, in some way in a dedication to my father. And it was... Hmm, it was uh, a part of our um it's called body poems and uh, this one was i used the topic never thought of this as a disability and in my past when i was younger i used to have a pretty hard stuttering problem and stuff and and it's kind of funny that like after i got done writing this and like revamping it and looking at it again um i didn't find out till later on after my father's death that as a child he was a very quiet kid himself and and it's just funny how like there are things about your family members or those that are closest to you like your mother and your father that that really doesn't come out until it's like I don't want to say too late, but like it just comes out at a time to where either you need to hear it or it's like, why didn't I know that sooner? You know? Um, but yeah, it, it has something in relation to do with like the, the amount of communication that I had with my father growing up. And it's like I said, it's nothing that I feel like bad towards or good towards. It's just like bringing out a situation that. That has happened in my life again so I can see it and revisit it and look at it and see like where my head was within these situations and of course like you always want to bring it to a better light and a stronger presence of yourself and I was glad that I was able to write this and um yeah I hope you all enjoy this this is probably like I said this is the most vulnerable of the poems I will read so here you go This poem is called, Like Son, Like Father. In the back seat, as a child in South Carolina heat, seat belt buckled, laughing and play conversation with my brother. We chatter and play a dialogue of joyful kinds in the back seat, unbeknownst to me. My mind skips a beat. Eh, eh. Voice stutters. Thoughts my mind says nuts. Disconnected. No mind mouth coordination. Hand to head to pull the words down from my brain with no success. Eh, eh. Voice stutters. My brother laughs, so I laugh at my efforts to speak words. Father looks in the back seat with golden eyes. Stop that. Speak right or don't speak at all. Okay. I say nothing. What made me laugh now frustrates me. The same father, 20 years later, comes down with a stroke. Thoughts on his mind, he says not. Disconnected, no mind-mouth coordination. Voice stutters like his child in the back seat. Karma tends to find a way to turn around. Father, unequipped to speak right, so he speaks not to me at all. 
this same father five years later hit by a car after recovery from the stroke broke hip bones brain contusions and passing kidney stones so engulfed in excruciating pains his life stutters thoughts on his mind he says not disconnected no mind mouth coordination with no way for me to turn karma around in california i speak right the father speaks not to me i work not to stutter to avoid his scolding eyes no visual of father in the back of the hospital in florida Phone to his ear, proud to show father my mind mouth coordination, but the only word he says, okay. What made me proud now disappoints me. My heart stutters, for one day later in Florida rains, father slips into a coma. I say, karma. Please stop turning around, but karma in full rotation hands me the phone. With right speech by father's command, the only words left to tell the doctor, pull the plug. Father says, He says nothing, disconnected, no child-dad coordination. said I I do have a great affection for my father. It's not like I ever wanted anything like this to happen to him. And it's unfortunate that it happened to him this way. What I learned from the funeral, if you will, is that my father was a quiet man as his son. (laughs) So for what it's worth, you know, I'm, I'm still, the apple doesn't far, fall too far from the tree. And I appreciate everything that he's given to me. Um, yeah, so that ends it for the fifth episode of Healing Tones. Stay tuned. We'll, 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 we will, we will be <laughs> going into the last midterm with the two final pieces I'll be reading for this Poetry for the People series. So, until then, this is Corey. Yeah. In the neighborhood massage technician Bringing your life, love, and liberation And this is Healing Tones Brought to you by 
a touch of liberation, uh, mobile massage, and health wellness education business. So, family, till then, take a deep breath. The long exhale and be well. with some words or prose or poetry or thoughts that hopefully bring a light of blessing or good feeling to your day, right? Yes. So, as of this point, we are still on the P4P, Poetry for the People series. We are coming up on the home stretch where we're on our last midterm, where the last two poems I will be reading is coming from. Um, and, <coughs> excuse me, uh, somewhat in line with the first or the second midterm, uh, this is the point where I actually really started to embody the uh, uh, June Jordan technique for my work in this class. Um, and and I really didn't have to do too many edits to the to the to the poems that I created in the last part of the midterm. It's just like one couple of corrections, change up a couple of to be verbs, and kind of make sure that it fits on the page. But for the most part, I had I had the gist of what was going on by this point. So a lot of the poems that came out of this section ended up rather well by my by my standard, if you will, and I and I and I really appreciate the poems that kind of that that really held on to the June Jordan standard without having to make so many corrections and like take out whole sections of work uh, and have to create new things. So like uh, a lot of it, like I said, it's pretty much stayed well intact, which is cool. Um, either way, so just giving y'all a little likes, a little quick. Uh, this piece that we have here is called, or it was from the assignment, The Ungrateful Daughter or Ungrateful Son. Uh, technically, finding a moment within your life where um, you felt that you wasn't the best son or daughter, or your parents weren't the best mother or father, you know, to... To you. <laughs> so, I, as the semester went on, because like we're writing on the same topics quite a bit, um, it got a little difficult to really find any moments where I, I didn't mention my mother and father in some lightweight, resentful way. Um, 
like because that was just like kind of part of the work uh so yeah i had to get a little creative with this one so i, I kind of turned to an uncle i had at one point in time by the name of sam i <laughs> see if y'all get that joke but um yeah so this poem was entitled uh teach me your way uncle sam Hope you enjoy. High school graduate, an unruly adolescent, unreachable for my parents. Too lured by the manhood of street economy, smoky white stones inhaled through homemade plastic piece pipes my old brother's soul to increase deceased paper presidents. Mother and father, unfit to instill a positive sense of discipline, so they place me in a basket on Uncle Sam's doorstep with a note that reads, teach him discipline. Uncle Sam opens the door and welcomes me to my new family, the U.S. Marines. My new brothers taught me speech in three words, yes, no, I. My new brothers taught me your first step 30 inches with the left foot, drill foot. My new brothers dressed me in designer gear, mirror black core frames, dress blue trousers, hug press khaki shirt, shark fin military green cover. My new brothers taught me human hunting with high firm pistol grip, rifle butt high in the shoulder pocket, stare down iron sights on the empty exhale, make target blurry in the rear sight aperture, slow and steady squeeze the trigger, bullet singes the wind to a six foot paper silhouette target 10 yards away, allow the trigger to release gently till the hammer clocks back, repeat three times, fair to stop, two to the chest, one to the head. My new brothers taught me these things in boot camp to defend the Constitution of the United States of America. My new brothers never told me we defend to increase deceased paper presidents like old brothers. Mineral mines in Africa, poppy fields in Afghanistan. My new brothers taught me commands to manhandle independence in foreign lands. Uncle Sam! My parents thank you for a job well done. With discipline achieved, I teach the lessons taught. However, I never teach discipline as a means to increase deceased paper presidents like old or new brothers. I teach discipline for parents with black children unreachable. Yay! So that was Teach Me Your Way. Uncle Sam. <laughs> Hope y'all enjoy that. Yeah, so that ends it for this episode of Healing Tones, the Poetry for the People series. Stay tuned where I'll be reading the final piece to you all for this section of or body of work. So until then, this is Corey, yeah, friendly neighborhood massage technician, bringing your life, love, and liberation, and
And this is Healing Tones, brought to you by A Touch of Liberation, a mobile massage and health wellness education business. Yay. So, family, please be well. a good feeling to your day, right? Yes. So today we had the finale of the Poetry for the People series. Um, this piece was from the subject uh, Love as Resistance. And technically we were supposed to, you know, find something that you were in love with and describe how you had to resist like social norms in order to embrace this love. Um, this piece holds a pretty special place in my heart because it was one of the first pieces I put together that I felt from the start was very close, if not there, on the June Jordan technique of writing. And I really didn't have to do too much editing after I read it the first time. You know, it's a couple of tweaks here, pull out some to be verbs and like add a little more content to it to make sure that we knew that you were talking about a certain subject. But other than that, it, it hit right on the head as soon as it was written. And it's like kind of that that the point in my writing career or in my in this writing class, if you will, that I felt like I made it to the understanding of June Jordan's technique of poetry writing. And yeah, so I I have a special place in my heart for this poem. Either way, I'm going to jump off on this one. It is entitled Long Hair Don't Care. Enjoy. The lure of long dreads to grace my cranium To shake them as they surf the atmosphere in wild fury I wanted you on my mind as an adolescent Watching the gangsters loiter at Lizzie's corner store Under Melvin, Florida summer raves Waving goldy locks and smiling golden teeth Riding box Chevys, banging eight ball and MJG just like candy. We vapors fill the aura of the rebellious black Fabios. My eyes sparkle when I see your dangle. 
But in Melvin, Florida, I only see a dangle of top street pharmacists and gangster rappers, not philosophers and philanthropists. What life looms with you on my mind? A rite of passage only for those arrested. I left the dream of your dangle for eight years in the armed forces, imprisoning your link to military crew cuts. The torturous sound of the clippers buzz every two weeks as the steel blades scalp your stubs to bear the flesh of my skin. Strong men look this way. But I felt feeble without you hanging from my mind. The misconception of white America. Dreaded people wear dreadlocks. Ha! Why tell not truths? Growing you never gravitates me towards conviction. Growing you amplifies my gravitation. Your calls have taught me increase the flow of electric currents, filling my spirit with sun waves and intuitions. No razor touches you again. My word unites you to me, as unified as we hold tight. A mass like a forest of bamboo sheaths, held on my mind like a crown. Lush like a lion's mane, gentle like cashmere. I determine what you mean to me, an extension of my spinal cord, enlivening my acuity as I lay sleeping, your woolly thickness caressing my cheek. I adore you. Yeah, so that was long hair. Don't care. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a blessing putting this little series together. So I hope y'all take the time to listen to the pieces. Uh, give me your feedback on what you think. Uh, please let me know if y'all have any favorites or whatever. You know, just just drop me some lines. Let me know. Uh, keep me in the know of your of your opinions. <laughs> so either way, I will end this series by saying this is Corey Young friendly neighborhood massage technician bringing you life love and liberation and this is Healing Tones brought to you by A Touch of Liberation a mobile massage in health, wellness, education, business. Yay. So, until I see you all again, family, please be well. Thank you.